0: Let's sit. Let's learn. Let's evolve. Let's talk. No more whispering in our minds. Today is Let's Talk Black Politics with your host, Chelsea Wadigo.
1: Hello, thank you for joining us for Let's Talk on Thursday's Black Politics. Uh, my name is Chelsea Wadigo. I'm a Manajali and South Seattle woman, and I would like to first acknowledge the traditional uh, custodians of land in which. We are at today, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dr David Singh. Hey, David.
2: Hi. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Who's your mob? Where you come from? Um, um, my name's, as Chelsea said, my name's David Singh. Uh, I'm non-Indigenous. I'm a settler, originally from the UK, uh, parents Indo-Fijian. I guess I'd describe myself as a kind of activist scholar, uh, but in the UK I was a community organiser.
1: Now, David and I, we are talking about uh, black politics um, each week, and we're looking at some of the, I guess, the ideologies that underpin black social movements. um, And this week, we're going to talk about one of my favourite, favourite things um, rage. Rage Rage whispers Dr. Singh. (laughs) That was an echo. We're going to talk about rage, and yeah, we're going to laugh a lot um, <laughs> in talking about rage. Um, and, you know, for this show, I, I thought about who's the most most angry, rageful, vengeful person I know, um, none other than Mr. Vernon Arkey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Vernon.
0: Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting me on this crazy, angry day. <laughs> We're, we're, well, we're, we're having a, a heatwave here in Brisbane, so so if if, if that's not going to bring out the rage, I don't know what would.
1: Hey, okay. uh, Vernon, for our listeners, I know we all know who you are, but you want to introduce who you are, where you come from.
0: I am. Uh, I live in Brisbane now, but um, I'm uh, originally from North, North Queensland. I would describe myself as a rainforest bummer, Mm-mm. black fella from uh, rainforest.
1: Solid. Now, I mean, I'm joking about you being really angry, but. Um, when I thought about the topic of rage, because um, I've had to defend my, my own right and black fella's right to express rage. Um, and I remember um, you once saying, um, uh, as a black man, I am full of rage, full of rage. And, and, cause, and when you said it, it sort of surprised me because um, fairly uh I'm choosing my words wisely here fairly calm and quiet and but you followed up with um I just don't express it in the way that people expect me to. Can you talk us through that Vernon
0: yeah i I, I don't feel like I I need to perform rage or mm-hmm. even anger mm-hmm. but um you know it's certainly it 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 is who I am and it, it makes me doesn't it mm-hmm. makes us all Yep. And I, I, I just think if if I kind of uh, lessen that within myself, I make myself smaller. And why do I want to be small? Hey. Hmm.
1: Um, so you, I mean, we feel the rage, um, and it's I guess it's then how to how, how do we express it? And I guess we express it in different ways. Yeah. For you, it's in your in your creative works.
0: Well, I I, I, I very much <laughs> follow um, Gordon Hookie's, uh example i i heard him once say that um if he didn't have uh, art visual art as an outlet he would be an angry man
1: mm. Mm. i mean my best writing is done in fits of rage um <laughs> it's when i'm the most productive um i get wild when people say you know um, hate anger rage they're they're unhelpful emotions that you, you you're trapped in them and fester and all you know all the kind of sayings people make and i'm like rage for me is it's a fairly productive emotion mm. yeah
2: in, t- in terms of racial justice rage is considered by some to be a political dead end right? right rather than the kind of fire necessary for a movement mm. and so it, in, in some ways how is it cathartic uh, to express that rage in the face of daily racial injustice um, that there, there needs to be an outlet, and as Vernon said, if you deny it, you become all the all the
0: smaller for it. You become less,
1: a, a lesser, a lesser person. Well, that's right. I mean, to a just a lesser human to, to 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 experience rage is to be human, and the denial of black Blackfellas, people of color, to feel rage. At a time when you should feel nothing but rage in in particular moments, um, and so this insistence that we can't feel the very emotion that is a rational response to the reality of our social world—I mean, that's some gaslighting right there. But you know, it, it is just to be human is to feel those emotions. Yeah, yeah, we we get
0: we we are so often blackfellas as a as a whole group, where we're tricked into. Um, Making ourselves, or to see ourselves, within a very narrow band, yeah, and that that includes knowledge, includes religion, re- reclu- includes um, political beliefs, historical positioning, yeah, and uh, and and also our our behaviour.
1: Yeah, I got um, I, I got I had a lot of people that ha- took issue with my whole um, fuck hope thing, um, and people were really. Um, like horrified um, that I didn't have hope um, and this insistence that we'd be hopeful and not have rage. Um, I just don't, I don't think that hope is a very productive emotion. It's a quite a, it's, it's, there's a passivity around hope mm. um, awaiting when, but rage for me is my most productive state Mm. Um, when i 'm wild about something that 's when I write i mean everything i 've written has been in response to as a result of my anger and rage at something i've i 've seen or experienced, and I want a way to understand it um and i think it 's uh Bell hooks in killing rage mm. talks about picking up the pen that 's her rage um, mm. she picks up the pen and writes mm. and the necessity of that um, when you when you 're doing your work is is that in a state of rage or can you explain what is for you? How you
0: sometimes it
1: is. <laughs> sometimes.
0: Well, it 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 is. You know, uh, as as you would be familiar, I, I made a T-shirt that that just says because racism.
1: I remember I remember you telling the yarn about the idea of it, and it was after funeral as you, as and you were telling me that yarn.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was a, it was yeah. It was uh, after a funeral. Yeah.
1: I'm standing around. You go. I'm going to make this shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, 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 I I, 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 think I had already made it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you we're just doing and, the promotion, and it hadn't been um, produced. That's all, because I've got, I've got lots of designs in, in my, in my computer. All
1: right, so. tell us that, tell us the yarn about that shirt because well, I like I, that shirt. It's one of my favourites.
0: Well, it's, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's kind of like a go-to explanation <laughs> for when, when, pe- when we want to understand our, ra- our, our, our frustrations um we, we can just say well because racism <laughs> <laughs> and uh but 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 the 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 problem the problem is, is there's a reason that 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 term is, has a ring of truth to it mm. and uh it's because 9 times out of 10 it's true
1: yeah, absolutely i mean as as critical race scholars yeah. um we concur yeah uh, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and as yeah. black folks, because um, uh, uh, what I what I find um, funny about how you talk about that shirt and how you how you speak the shirt, mm-hmm. because I know there are black folks that wear that shirt because racism. Like in in a, it's like it's a response in a very different way. Um, whereas you're quite hmm, because mm-hmm. racism. And I remember you saying because I was like, um anytime someone asks me why do Aboriginal people do this and why does this happen to Aboriginal people and. <laughs> Vernon's gesturing right now yes. because Francis. <laughs> <coughs> well, well it, it, Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, you know, but but really I, I I it's it's a battle for all of us not to not to see ourselves and to always uh, behave and act from a a, a position of deficiency. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, you know, and and so uh, a lot of a lot of my vernacular, and uh, and a lot of the designs and, and the way I use text, I I, I I steer away from from the passive, and and uh, and the the, the deficient. Yeah. And uh, and so you you have to always, you know, in in sporting terms, you have to be coming down the wicket, mm. or you have to be charging the net. Yep. You know so. So and I, I I just think always moving forward
1: so. mm. yeah, I mean I, um, you know um, there's f- for some mob there there's, there's this stigma about being cast as the angry black fella, whether it's you know the angry black woman or the angry black man, um, and there are some of our own mob that are trying to reject the stereotype of that, and thinking that rejecting that stereotype is a is a useful political strategy, and I would argue it isn't. Um, I'm quite proud to to be cast as an angry black woman. Um, My favourite people are angry blackfellas. The most thoughtful um, ways of of changing this world come from people who are angry, um, who are so angry and so fed up that they can't see anything else but change. No acceptance of the status quo or reform or, you know, slight modifications. It's burn it down. Mm. Um, I'm here for that Uh, I think that has far more to offer us as a people um, than the be palatable blacks and appeal to the supposed moral sensibilities of white people as though if we're just good black fellas they will suddenly you know afford us some dignity some rights land whatever
0: Mm. yeah I mean for a lot of people if black <coughs> fellows work very, very hard to the point where white fellows can see their behaviour in ours mm. then um, then then we can achieve things. But you know, it's only about under their boot.
1: Mm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean that that reminds me
2: of Frederick Douglass, the um, black abolitionist um, who Uh, referring to power, said, Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did and it never will. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to and you have found the exact measure of their injustice and wrong which will be imposed upon them. And these will continue till they are resisted with either words or blows or both. And there's a need, I think, placidity, um, um, even-handedness. I think these were some of the tensions that came up in the American Civil Rights Movement between Malcolm X and... Uh, Martin Luther King, Mm. uh, whether non-violence was ultimately uh, a sustainable political strategy, um, when it was never reciprocated by the very white fellas it was appealing to. Um, And I think that that's always the tension, right?
1: And I mean, we're seeing it playing out in in the the current moment around the referendum and and black fellas that are yes and black fellas that are no and who's being cast as, you know, the the troublemakers and who are the good ones. Um, And... uh, I, it's, I, I think it's really unfortunate that there are those in a supposedly a black movement deploying racialised logics to silence black voices um, in this kind of way. Um, but yeah, I, it took me a while to come to rage in my job, in my in my occupation. Um, I, I'd always felt rage. I, we felt it in our home. I, you know, I talk about the smell of dad's engine, the truck engine. I knew he'd had a had a day we could we could smell it. It was a sensory moment right you could feel it um the burn of the engine um so i've always experienced witnessed and experienced rage as part of the everyday nature of being a black fella in this place um but i was trained in in the health sciences which is very conservative which takes this you know supposedly neutral objective stance of the evidence and you're impartial and and you've got to and you just present the evidence um and you you're divorced from the knowledge that you produce um, and so coming through in, as a health researcher, it was rage never had a place in that work, which is kind of weird when you think about presiding over 20 years less life expectancy for for so long with all the evidence and all the research. Why, why shouldn't rage be at the table when we're talking about closing the gap? Um, I'd much rather have, rather have rage at the table than some refresh of targets that continue to uh, never be met. Um, so it took me a while, and it was it was you know um, uh, race scholars from overseas that also gave me permission to mm. to the of the to to bring rage to my work and un- and understand recognize its usefulness. Um, and it was the um, Malcolm X speech, mm. um, and he talks about um, rage must be the register uh, for our movement. Mm. Um, it cannot be an appeal on their terms. It must be. Hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, it, 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 it's, <coughs> it's one of those times where um, the, the measure is not anger because anger's already there. Yep. You know, so you need a you need something else that is going to kind of elevate people into action or or realization, actually.
1: I mean, we played um, some of Ruby Wharton's speech uh, last week at the Invasion Day rally, um, and there are those that um, yeah can can hear hear it and, and hear the rage, but um, th- the way she can move a, move a crowd, move a people um, in that moment of rage, um, yeah. it's powerful. Yeah. Rage is powerful. Yeah, uh,
0: I I I mean, I, I can remember <laughs> lots of um, speeches where. You know, I, I remember um, a couple of times in the early days of Proper Now, this is like in 2010 or so, um, we'd be like talking to an audience or something. And, and Re- Richard, a couple of times, he, he got up and he just said, You know, blackfellas, community leaders, have never been given their, their due for keeping things out of simmer, mm-hmm. And uh, because it, it, things were ready to boil over all the time. <clears throat> and in the 60s and 70s, that was always, always the, the the case where people were just going to rage, right? Yep. And uh, and he said, you know, the, the, those community leaders back then, they've never been given their, their due for keeping things out of simmer and i just said yes that's exactly right it still is still true yeah
1: i mean this this casting of black rage in particular as as a risk as a threat um we see it um the question is to who though i don't see black rage as a threat to us as a people it's a threat to the colony and anytime there is any injustice in a community wherever it is um they send in the police Mm. Uh, in advance of any actual risk or threat, um, because the idea that black people would get angry is scary to them, and we have to remember that um, that is a source of power for us.
0: Oh, it, it's also because um, it's it's a kind of um, it a kind of thing becomes like a almost a, a physical thing, right? But it, but it, it's a it's a thing that. Um, and it's a state of being that that white white have no idea about. They they, they they see it, but don't understand what it's about.
1: Well, it's they need to con- to control the natives, though, you know this it, the, the idea that this thinks that, the, that there could be a, some sort of uh, disruption to the status quo and the need to reinforce their power over black fellows, including you know you always hear anytime there's any injustice, there's the calls for calm. Mm. Uh, we're still investigating. Don't jump to conclusions. You know, there's always this kind of um, uh, uh, risk management around black rage, uh, which is counterproductive to to our, us as a people and our movement.
0: It's counterproductive to everything.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, a, any kind of risk
0: management is. Yeah. But but like um, yeah yeah I mean it, it's it's a black black rage is is something that um, if, if you're if you're black, you instantly identify with it when, yep. it, when it comes up, and uh, and and it's like when there's public speakers and they're starting to get emotional and the anger is building and building, and we, we recognize you feel it, yeah, and it gets and that's why it gets everyone going, Mm-mm. right? Because because we recognize it, we see ourselves in it, yeah. How can we not? Yeah,
1: right. How can you not feel it? Yeah, yep.
0: and so and so when. That, that the footage of Lex Watton from Palm Island, where he is wanting to confront anything, Mm-mm. and he has a shovel mm. and a metal piece of metal pipe. The metal, the metal, metal pipe he's holding is no bigger than a drink bottle, Mm-mm. but that constitutes a and and an, um, you know an inordinate threat, mm. right? And and a, but in a, it also you know you're talking you're looking at a black man with dark skin who's physically you know Im- impressive
1: mm.
0: you know and uh, and so but but he's there f- physical physically with with a sh- with a shovel
1: <laughs> you know no no spears i think
0: yeah and, and 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 i'm not i'm not deliberately trying to make a, a joke mm. or make light of it mm. but the 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 physical threat that white people see is enormous.
1: Yep, yep. And the response, of course, right, was and, and the response,
0: enormous. And and the response was <laughs> improportionate. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. unbelievable, unbelievably improportionate. Right. Yeah.
1: And and I love the way in which um, the various uh, ways in which rage in that place, the strategies of rage, were deployed um, from a riot mm. to a, a class action against the state. You know, the beauty of black rage, um, it manifests in so many different ways. Mm. It's what uh, gets us up in the morning, which uh, uh, keeps us fighting in a legal case and doing all of that long journey. It, it fuels that. Mm. And I think so much of black rage, uh, so much of what we have achieved doesn't appropriately get attributed to black rage. Mm. Mm. Um, I also think, I mean, I think black rage is beautiful, but I also think... It is
0: hilarious, though. Oh, it's 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 some. some <laughs> it, it, it often goes goes past the point of, of the ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you know, and and I'm not, I'm not trying Good to be ways. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I'm not trying to make light of it, and or, or or kind of find an easy way out here, but it goes goes past the point of ridiculous because. Because you know we're we're just faced with this wall of of um, misunderstanding. Yeah. Well, well, actually, befuddlement. Yeah. Actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, I mean, this idea that rage is is messy. It it's mostly not right. It, it's kind of controlled. It's strategic. <laughs>
0: very targeted. So, yeah. Very, very precise. Targeted, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well,
1: it,
0: it, it can be. You know, and uh, well, it, it and and uh, some sometimes it's not mm. some um, you know, but uh, but when it when it's uh used constructively, yeah. it's the same as anger and and hate,
1: yep. <coughs> and it's because yeah. it's it's you know, when we're talking about black rage, we're not talking about like you know, unbridled violence, which people commonly attach yeah. to, yeah. they attach that because of the, the way in which uh, black black people black fellows are pathologized as inherently violent so you can't think of the fact that we could have rage and express it in all kinds Mm. of ways but it's the
2: stereotype right it's the it's the imaginary spears right it's this it's the symbolism that accompanies black rage in the white psyche um it does get blown out of all proportion
1: well the thing for me is like um what when i say black rage is beautiful what i find beautiful about it is when black fellas have that moment where they feel validated to feel that rage and express mm. it. That is the beauty of it. Mm. Um, because we've been... Uh, you know, the the, the, the violence of dehumanisation where we've had to suck things up, turn the other chick, you know, just keep going to work, just you carry on, you know, just repress it um, and take it home. Mm. Um, when that moment hits and... And I, I'd hope that for every black fellow, there's that moment that hits at some point in your life, if not every day, where you know that you have a right to feel what you feel and to do something about it, regardless of what anyone else thinks. Mm. And it's, that's the beautiful moment. That, and because and, and it's freedom, it's a, it, it, it's, it's a sense of freedom. Yep. Yeah. Just to feel um like that's the that's the beauty but Mm. you know that for me that's the beauty. Mm.
0: well it isn't it isn't just freedom it's a feeling of wholeness Mm. yeah you know makes you a full person
1: yeah i'm deserving of better and i'm going to demand it Mm.
0: well you're not even deserving of better you're 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 deserving of 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 being able to feel like a whole person yeah
1: yeah
0: you know and uh, and black black fellows we are always being contained and restricted from feeling like that about ourselves yeah yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's enough to be rageful, I think.
1: Now, um, I could talk about rage all day, um, but we we have to go. But we're going to go out with a a song, and Vernon, you're going to tell us about this song we're going out with this week.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's 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 a great song. It's a, it's a historic song. It's by Nina Simone. It's a song called Mississippi Goddamn, and uh, I I think it it she. she from what I understand, she, she wrote it in about an hour before she was going to perform in a concert, and she performed it, like, that same night. And uh, it's her most famous song, and and I and I think it's her first real political song, too. And, um,
1: yeah,
3: one, one of the best songs.
1: Mm-hmm. Mississippi Goddamn. See you, mob next week.
3: The name of this tune is Mississippi Goddamn. And I mean every word of it. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. And everybody knows. Hound dogs on my trail, school children sitting in jail, black cat cross my path. I think every day's gonna be my last Lord have mercy on this land It's just a trouble I was kidding me Picket lines, school boycotts They try to say it's a communist plot All I want is equality For my sister, my brother My people and me Yes, you lied to me All these years You told me to wash And clean my ears and talk real fine just like a lady, and you'd stop calling me sister. Trouble, desegregation, mass participation.
0: Talk, Monday to Friday at 9am on AAA Murray Country, the National Indigenous Radio Service and iHeartRadio. You can catch up on tripleA.org.au. proudly supported by the Community Broadcast Foundation.